Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to episode 40 of the Rex Chapman Show with my super dope homeboy from the L-Town, Josh Hopkins, Billy Joe Hopkins. How are you, buddy? Good. How you doing, Rex Everett Chapman? I'm fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Yeah, yeah. See yeah, you back yeah. in, uh, back in uh, Brooklyn. I'm back in Brooklyn, and I see you're in Austin. I am. That's what yeah. I leave today. I leave today, head back to Lexington for, for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I'm our next show back. will be from Lexington. Yeah, and I might see you back there. Uh-huh. Ooh, that'd be great to that do a double, be. same that the same location show. Those are always fun. That is fun. Uh, have you uh, read anything recently? What do you got? Uh, um, we like to talk about things that we've read. What What have you yeah. read recently, Josh? Well, for book club this week, I have I don't haven't read. So anything for you? Uh, well, CNN Plus is no longer. I've had some time. Uh, just haven't. I I did a lot of sleeping, so I haven't haven't read anything. Okay, that's well, that's club. been book club. Yeah. Well, interesting. Uh, episode forty, Josh. This is episode forty. How about 40. that? Forty, getting up there. Uh huh. The Walter McCarty episode. Our nicely homeboy. done, Walter. Uh huh. Who else? Do you know any other forty? Well, Kentucky wise, you got um, Larry Conley. Uh huh. Yeah. Troy McKinley. Troy McKinley. <laughs> Good yeah. pull. Good pull. Uh, was Ga- Jules Kamara, and I know what you're going to say. Yes, he was. Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers. Yeah. 40. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, maybe maybe somebody said that to us before we came on. But I. that's like, I don't know. And I wasn't old enough to really remember him playing football. Neither. But then I but saw Brian's song. Me, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah, Brian's it. song was it. You know, it was a made-for-TV movie, and it still yeah. has the greatest theme of all songs. You hear that Brian song theme, and you just want to cry. Yeah, I know, I know. Fantastic. Uh, well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of hoops before we get into our episode forty guest. Um, the Nets, the Nets are kaput. The Nets are out. Um, Not just out, swept. They're, they're swept. Uh, the Sixers are now in a dogfight with the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miami looks pretty solid in, in the East. Milwaukee's looking nice. My Phoenix Suns are in a dogfight. Devin Hurt has uh, pulled his hamstring. Yeah. That yeah. series is two to two, and game five goes back to Phoenix. Still he's, like officially, he's officially been ruled out. For the game. I think so. You know, yeah, the way yeah. those things work, well, maybe for the game. I know how they, they said initially he's out for the series, which, you know, that's a little bit of gamesmanship because right. you can always come back. You know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can always come back and play early. Uh, it would so, be a big advantage for them to be able to win this series and keep him out the whole time. Oh, no question. Yeah, I think that's the best, uh, probably the best uh, tack to take, I would think, because uh, right. for them to – for Phoenix to go further, you got to have Dev. He's the best player. Yeah. Um, so that, that's that been tough to watch, but a great playoff so far, right? Yeah, it, it has been. It, yeah, and it's just fun to – playoffs come, the intensity comes up, and there's ch- chirping, and it, that's, that's fun. The Pelicans are playing great. I love to see them playing well. My buddy Dave Griffin, uh, Aaron Nelson, who's the trainer there, longtime friend. Brandon Ingram is a problem. C.J. McCollum is a problem. Their yeah, rookies yeah. are playing great. They've been fun to watch. The Dallas Mavericks are up 3-2 yeah. over the Jazz. Um, Luka. That's, that's a great – Luka, amazing. But, you know, not only Luka. You take, like – they made a trade midseason, shipped Porzingis out. They got back Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been fantastic. Mm. And then there's Jalen Brunson, who's playing his ass off. Uh, just a fun team to watch. That's a fun series. I kind of hope Utah wins game six and we see a game seven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. 
Uh, but um, uh, uh, Spider-Man Mitchell, he got hurt. Yeah, Spider. Well, you know, right at the his, end, he set his hamstring, and yeah. they were up. They were down thirty or whatever. Yeah, I know. And he was there was so, like three minutes left. I, I know after the game, he said that I'll play in game six. So I'm hoping maybe it's more of a, a cramp hammy right, thing, right, uh, right. which can still cause problems. But um, it didn't it's not like a like grade it. two tear, like, you know, Booker right. or whatever. Right? I hope. I hope. Yeah, so that'll I hope be, so too. It'll be, it'll be vital for them, but that's been a fun yeah. series. You want to get into our guest? I'm excited to. Me too. We have uh, – three-time NBA champ, 1994 All-Star, 13-year NBA point guard, Wasserman Executive Vice President, push the Pushing Through Podcast, NBA analyst, and contributor <laughs> for Sky Sports. We have my guy from the University of Iowa, Benjamin Roy oh, Armstrong. Man. Oh, you know what? You know what? You forgot one thing. <laughs> What friend, of, friend of Rex Chapman, you know, and <laughs> fan of Rex Chapman. You forgot that, you know, I'm a fan, you know, thank no, you, me. man. I'm so, I'm so happy for you and our relationship go back. I don't know. I, I, I'm old, you know, you're, you're still, you're still young, but I'm old and uh, our relationship <laughs> goes back so far. I'm so happy for you. And uh, we've man. been, you and I were, I can't even remember. I remember we were roommates. We were roommates. Roommates for some event. And we went to, uh, it was the, it was the, uh, the Olympics. Yeah. And something. You yeah. and I were a couple of the last cuts and we were roommates over in Europe. Yeah. For like a I month. remember we were somewhere. So it seemed yeah. like, see, like I've been knowing you forever. And here we are, what are 30, 40 years later doing a I podcast. Know. I don't even know what we're doing, but man, it's great to see you and you uh, too, you're doing bro. such a wonderful job and your, your what next career. Is that what you want to call it now? <laughs> Whatever it is, but you're still, you're I still guess. smiling. You're still laughing, so yeah, oh, yeah. I, I saw the podcast uh, 40 years ago. <laughs> I just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, back then, you if you all knew, you'd be doing 30 years, 40 years of podcasts. Yeah, right? well, Rex fishing, always something had about sense. fishing. Yeah, he always had a sense of humor. You know what? I can tell you that. <laughs> Rex always had a sense of humor, and uh, so I'm, I'm glad we, you're sharing that with the world. Thanks, bro. We would be on top of the world if we just started that podcast back then. Yeah, Man, we'd have been really, really <laughs> something. Yeah. Hey, B, hey, BJ, um, you grew up in Detroit, right. uh, die, a diehard Pistons fan, Tigers, Red Wings fan. Um, what is it about rooting for those teams? And uh, did the bad boy Pistons really represent the city the way that that you feel like it, it should have been represented? Oh, Rick, man, you, 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 you're going you're 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 asking questions dear to my heart right now. Good, good. Um, growing up in Detroit, you know, you have this underdog mentality. You know, you root for the rain, the Red Wings, you root for the Tigers, you root for the Lions, you root for the Pistons, no matter what. That's just what you do. That's what we do. It's it's none of this. I'm rooting for my favorite player stuff. You root for your team. You know, all those years, Rex, that I played in Chicago, my family would root for the Pistons. <laughs> you know, my mom and dad would be like, well, son, I hope you play well. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> you know, I just love Isaiah. I just love oh. Joe Dumars. And, they, and I respected that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I respected that because all of my family, they wanted tickets to come sure. cheer against me. You know what I mean? And uh, But that's what you do in Detroit. Did they represent? That is the city of Detroit. You know, it's one thing about Detroit. We may lose the game that we like to say up there, but we're not going to lose the fight. <laughs> and, you know, and Rex, you played against those teams. Yeah. You knew you had to play with a certain level of toughness. And when you say a team that really represented the city and how the people felt about themselves, they're the underdog and we're tough and we're going to fight. And if we win the game, great, but we're going to win this fight. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're not going to lose both. So, you know, Detroit, is so influential on all of us. You know, when I see Jalen Rose, everyone's repping Detroit. I just, I yeah. don't have my Detroit stuff on today, but every single day, it drives my family crazy. My, 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 my kids are like, dad, Detroit, they're, they're not winning. Why are you, why, why won't you root for them? No, I'm from Detroit. So uh, that's what you do up there. And that's the greatest logo in sports, that Tigers. Yeah. The yeah. That's the greatest logo. So uh, we love Detroit, but no, 
put it bluntly, we love the Pistons and, uh, you know, Kate Cunningham you and those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Kate Cunningham and those guys. We're back. We're back now. So that's what we do. You know, we're both from Kentucky and uh, Milan, cities that are in some way maligned or states mm-hmm. that, that uh, you know, we're known as like Killbillies and whatnot. And Detroit <laughs> was known for a long right. time. It's on the come up, but as a decaying city, a right. has-been city, uh, even if you look at um, places like, say, even it's a great city, but Boston always feels like New York light or not Chicago, you know, and these fan bases really get into their sports teams because it represents them. And they're like shows that we're right. proud to be, you know, yes, that we're yes. proud <laughs> to be where we're from. And like I went to uh, school at Auburn and um, I was friends with a lot of the players and whatnot. And I went to every game and cheered and w- loved it. But when Kentucky came, I came with the gear. I mean, oh, it was, no, I don't I, care. I, 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 I get it. You got to have it. I get it. I understand it. And, uh, you know, we're the underdog. And yep. you know what? Mm-hmm. People say they're tough times. We're like, where? This is Detroit. Like, <laughs> like where, what, what happened? You know, there's <laughs> well, we a did. pandemic. We're like, what? Where? Where is it happening? You know what I mean? You know, Detroit's declining. We're like, where? You know, we're, we're fine. We're good. What's wrong? What are you guys reporting? So, you know, my parents still live in Detroit. They're not leaving. And my family, they're like, oh, Detroit's fine. I was like, are you guys going to, no, man, Detroit's good. When are you coming back home? Oh, man. Well, you know, I I won't stay on this topic too long. Josh just uh, showed his shirt. But, Josh, can you believe Ohio, the Iowa uh, Hawkeyes, they got got beat in the first round this year. Can you believe the Iowa Hawkeyes did? They were a high seed. Yeah. And they got beat in the first round. round? In the very first round. Wait, did did we get hold on? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't want to bring that up. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dang it! Nice try, Rex. Nice try. You know what, Rex? The best part uh, this year about watching the NCAA tournament was watching you on TV. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it was great because you know what? It was you, Candace, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, Candace from Chicago, and uh, but you, yeah, you look great. You look great, Thanks, bro. Well, I look great, but also declared Pete Gillen dead live on air. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I thought it was an inside joke. I didn't get it. <laughs> it was great. I, I, I he was. I confused him with Skip Prosser, who did pass away. But yes. anyway, you know, stuff happens. Yes, absolutely. You know, anyway. I, I said, don't don't spend 14, 15 years of your life on drugs. You won't forget those <laughs> In retrospect, in retrospect, it was the greatest moment. Of the broadcast, it's like, it's like it's like getting the baseball card that's a that's wrong with the reprint, and it's the most valuable one. That moment was like, oh my god, that was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Hey, BJ, I got I got to ask this. So, so like I was trying to think last night of whose game. You know, we played in an era where you, you would at our size. We got posted up. Right, right. And and they don't do that anymore. I try to think about, man, today's game where you can't really touch people. It was, it was I would have liked to play it in it, but it was tailor-made for right. you. When I think about your game, you're sort of like uh, C.J. McCollum. Right. Can really shoot it, can man. get to your spot, all of that stuff. When was the first time you realized you were special with the basketball in your hand? Well, you, you, know, uh, you know, Rex, growing up, I never – thought of it as being better. I, I grew up in Detroit and there were just, it seemed like just players everywhere. Yeah, there were, there, there were just players. <laughs> like, you know, we would play and you know, you would, you know, like magic, you know, I remember as a kid, you would go and you watch magic and you go, man, there's yeah. no way. And then, you know, Isaiah came, you're like, Oh my gosh. And then Joe Dumars came. You're like, Oh man. And then George Gervin was from there and all of these guys. And you were like, wow. There's no way. So the humility of uh, thinking that I was special, you know, I, I remember like watching these guys, Dave Bing and all of these yeah. going, oh man, you know, Spencer Haywood. And my dad would talk about that. And they were just players. They were just seemed like they were just players. And, you know, Terry Mills and Glenn Rice mm. and all those guys from Flint and, you know, the late Roy Marble, they were just players everywhere. Mark Macon. So for me to think that I was special, it never occurred to me. What I did want to do was I just wanted to go out and, and show that I could play with those guys. You know, 
you know, Isaiah Thomas and those guys from the Pistons, when they were young, they mm-hmm. would come down into the city. There's a place called St. Cecilia. I'm sure you've heard of it, Rex. Mm-hmm. World-renowned little gym. It's literally a gym and the, the wall is the out of bounds. Mm-hmm. It's like a little gym. But that's yeah. where you played. And all I wanted, Rex, was to get the respect of my peers who played down there. That's all I wanted, Rex. The NBA was like, yeah. that was just icing on the cake. I just wanted to be able to play there to represent that I could play in the summertime with yeah. these guys. Because if you couldn't play there, Rex, you had no chance of doing anything yeah. else. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So there was a level of toughness that you had to play with. And that's all I wanted. Right. That's so to think I was great or good. It never occurred to me because every day you could, you know, there was somebody waiting on the sideline that could take you out. You're you're a Michigan kid who ends up at Iowa. Mm -hmm. Was it was it hurtful that the Michigan and Michigan State didn't come at you as hard or did they? Well, Michigan and Michigan State did. Um, Okay. to be honest with you. Rex, I just wasn't good enough. You know, they had a young guard over at Michigan State by the name of Scott Skiles. Yeah. And as he elegantly put in, in my recruiting visit, yeah, if you come here, just be prepared to sit on the bench for the next three years. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> you know, Scott hey. is my guy, and we laugh yeah. about it now, but Scott uh-huh. was like, Not hey. much of a recruiter. Yeah, he was like, yeah. hey, you come here, you're going to be on the bench for the next three years, okay? So it's fair to say, every time I saw him in college, you know what yeah. I tried to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they had Gary Grant, Antoine Jobert, yeah. Roy Tarpley, and those guys. And they were like, they told me flat out, hey, we'd love for you to come, but you're going to have to redshirt. Wow. So, wow. You know, that's <laughs> how you, good they were. You, but you were a little, I, I, kind of like me coming out right. at 18. You were, you had a small, you, yeah, your chest was, small, was always yeah, big yeah, and strong. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you were, yeah. but you were, but, but you were slight and you probably, you know, it probably was, probably, they probably well, I, weren't the only people who said, you know, he could use a year of maturity. Absolutely. So I, I couldn't disagree. My feelings were hurt, of course. Of course. You know what I mean? yeah. My feelings were hurt, but I had to find a place that was right for me. And uh, George Raveling at the time recruited me there and thought I had a chance and mm-hmm. uh, gave me an opportunity. And, I went and played at Iowa with the same chip I had on my shoulder playing how I would play every day in the city of Detroit. So, yeah. um, But I was in the big 10. I got a chance to play against those teams and it was a great fit for me. So uh, it all worked out in the end, but I remember, I mean, Scott, I was funny at Michigan state. (laughs) It was great. I was stunned. I was stunned. I remember, I can, I can remember coach Izzo was looking like, what are you saying? (laughs) Like, you know, Judd Heathcote was the coach. I can see it. And he was so, I, you know, he was so brutally honest. It was only Scott can, you know, it was great. Uh And I love Scott, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a great friend over the years. And then Michigan, they were good. Like, yeah. And Antoine Jobert was the number one player in the country. Gary Grant, you know, was an elite defensive player at that particular time. Roy Tarpley, you know, uh, they they, they were like number one. They, they, and he was right. And um, so I can't be mad at it. The judge and the general. The judge, that, the judge see, that, the and I, now you're going, that, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that's our time, man. That, that's that's our a, time. The judge, and so they called them. They were like, "Hey, you can't go there. You'll never play." I was like, the "Judge, I, no yeah, question, no absolutely. question." Hey, you still, you still have the record uh, at your high school for 51 in a game. Oh, uh, now at Brother Rice. Um, now that's before the three, correct? I never played. I didn't play with the three, Rex. I didn't either. I didn't play with the three in high school. I didn't play. I I didn't play with the three. I think like my sophomore, junior year in college. That's when it was my freshman year and you were one grade ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was one year. I think it's one year ahead. You know, I'm old enough, Rex. I can't remember anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think we're we're probably the same age. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, who's counting? You know what I mean? Who's counting? (laughs) Uh, but no, yeah, how I, many I, would you I, have that night if, if they had a I, you know it, it was 70, it was just a different 70, game. It was a 70. different game. But you know what? I would say this, you know, Rex, you were very kind in saying me. And I always, and it's funny to hear you say that. I always say if I was playing today, CJ McCullough is the guy. That is that's the funny guy. to hear you like, say that, right? Th- that well, his his shooting, like like you, you know, he, well, he's not a crazy athlete, yeah, right? He's not yeah. a crazy athlete. But he gets wherever he goes. He's slippery. He's slippery. Hit, no, there's no um, 
wasted moment yeah, he footwork. He, really... He's efficient with his dribble, but his shooting sets him apart. Right. And yeah, your right. shooting, BJ, at that, you know, you you'd be shooting 10 threes, 12 threes a game right yeah. now. Well, right? well, Rex, I want to say this though. If you are playing it today, you already had the mentality <laughs> in, in the 80s. Everybody's talking about the 90s. No, when I saw this guy Rex, when I saw this guy Rex, you know, I, re- I remember, I can't remember what coach told me. He goes, that guy has the conscience of a rattlesnake. I was like, what does that mean? It was like, you know what he's going to do when he gets it. Rex was yeah. doing, hey, Rex was before, before. Rex was I, shooting I invented, it. I invented the bad shot. Yeah, yeah, no, Rex. No. <laughs> the guy, you know, it wasn't even a three-point line, but I always, I always respected the fact that this guy had so much confidence. And he was doing it with, diff, he was doing it with, like, distance. Like, Rex had, like, a, you know, when you watch Steph Curry now, you go, oh, man, look how his footwork he turns in. Well, Rex was doing that in the 80s. Rex is coming <laughs> off a down screen, and that thing was going up. So oh, man. Rex, this game today, you your game, all jokes aside, was tailor-made. You were well, shooting threes in the 80s, and we didn't even have the three-point line. You were, you were, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Rex, it, you were so far ahead of your time man. in the way they play and you, the way they play. So if you were playing today, Rex, I mean, you would have had some 50-point games for sure. If he thinks, and you think, a good comparison for you, CJ, what, do you, who today do you think uh, would uh, Rex compare to? You know what? Rex's mentality wow. is watching Clay Thompson's mentality. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, Rex, I, I, never saw you, I never saw you lose confidence. I'm sure well, somewhere. I did. You... I did. I remember it. Some, somebody saying one time, I was like 0 for 9 at halftime. <laughs> and I was like, I might be on fire. I don't even know yet. <laughs> See, who, who was doing that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're over nine, right? My, like, my first instinct was like, man, I got to find something else to do. Rex is hey, like. <laughs> I got to tell you this story real quick. I think Josh knows this. About a month ago, and this is, I'd never heard it articulated this way. But if you remember, a month, six weeks ago, Stefan had a game, Curry. Mm-hmm. And he was playing really bad. Like, couldn't make a shot. And a ball was going out of bounds near half court um, toward their goal, toward the goal they were going to. And instead of saving it into a teammate, he just turned and shot it like almost from and it went in. And I sent him a text message and said, you're ridiculous. And after the game, he sent back, you know, Rex, sometimes you got to manifest your own confidence. Well, Rex, Rex, what can I say? Like, Listen, you could shoot. And, and then he started making shots. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Rex. I mean, you you were, you were, you know, Clay Thompson, that oh. guy there, that thing's gone. I mean, Rex, that, yeah. that's you. That, that thing's oh. gone. And I'm going to well, say, you could shoot. Me, maybe on that end. The other end, he's got me beat by quite a bit. Uh, 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 <laughs> as a player, I can shoot a little Thanks, bit. bro. You but I'm going to tell you, uh-huh. watching Steph shoot. Curry, Rex, I don't know what you feel about it. Yeah. Watching Steph Curry. I'm simply amazed. Me too. I, I, I'm really amazed at his shot making ability mm-hmm. in all phases of the game. Right and and off the dribble, off the, the dribble, dribble, left hand, threes. right hand. You know, I can. You know, for you, like I, I just remember how quickly you could come down off that down screen and and, and turn. You know, you like I don't know yeah. how you're doing it, right? And we all have our things that we do. Yeah. His ability to do this off the off the dribble, off the pass off the catch, off a screen roll, transition, down screen. It's like incredible to watch. It, it, it really, yeah, it's, it really it's just, is. You know, you, I mean, you, you know, like you were a pro, you were an elite shooter, but to watch him, you're going, yeah, there's a, there's what like a this? whole nother level. There's a whole nother level to it. Well, it's like, like we watch sometimes I, I've seen, I think Clay's done it and, and Stefan's definitely done it where they just have a camera on them shooting in the practice gym where right. they make like 85 out of a hundred threes or, or shoot and make 40 in a row. I, I couldn't do that, man. My shot was not like that. Like I can get <laughs> hot and make, make some, but if I'm going to shoot a hundred threes, I'm going to make maybe, I don't know, 50. I don't know. It, it's just, and you said it right. The guys today, that that's the one thing I notice about the game and the players is that, and we all knew it, but the game was still younger. These guys can do so much with their right. offhand now. 
Yeah. You know, if I was going to the basket, goals here, I'm going to jump probably off my <laughs> left foot and shoot it back this way with my right hand. Right. right and right. now they just, they just yeah. right foot, left hand. They're also ambidextrous and skilled. Yes. Um, and, and the other thing that, that I thought I want to get your take on it, like it, us growing up for many years, and I don't know if they still do it, but it was take what the geek take what the defense gives you right and now they do that but they also have prepackaged moves hit them with with the thing and then i mean we didn't have that did we not really well well, you know what the game is it's, it's a different game but you know what i love about this difference in the game it always reverts back to the game that you and i and the previous generation recognize once it gets to the playoffs all those prepackaged things don't work. It always comes back to, you know, the essence or the fundamentals of the game, which is you have to yeah. defend, you have to rebound, and you have to pass the ball. But the regular season, Rex, is fun because, yeah, I mean, Rex, I've never seen so many guys just get the ball, dribble up, and shoot a three. Well, you did yeah, that, Rex. I know. Yeah. No, hey, we no, did. Hey. With, you better make it. In our, yeah, yeah, you yeah, better yeah. You better make it. Now you're doing it, and the coach is like, good shot. So the freedom in which these guys are playing with at the distance, because, Rex, you know, there was a time where we grew up in the era where you you played inside out. Inside out, out. yeah. Now it's outside, outside, outside. Oh, you shot a two? What's up with that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, God, somebody shot a layup. Oh, what's going on? (laughs) You know? I know. You know, a two, a, a, a three on two fast break. That's a three now. A two on one. That's a three they run, now. They run to the corners. They run. So run. it's just a different era. It's, and uh, I respect it. But I love it when it gets back to the playoffs. It always goes back. It always reverts back. Yeah, Because you have to value the ball. And, you know, watching Bones Highland, for instance, the other night in Denver. I was like, oh, and he made it. And I couldn't say yeah, anything. But I was I like, oh. I was like, I was like Oh, <laughs> like, I know oh, what's going on here, you know? Yeah. But it's, know, it's, it's just a game today. But it is, it is interesting to see. It is, you know, that's why the playoffs are so fun because they, then they're all dialed in at the same time and it, it's great. But you do still see, I've seen so many times these almost logo threes in every game not just Trey and Steph, you know, right. you see Lucas shooting them out there and it's used to be like, Oh, now it's normalized almost in like two years, you know, and Rex came up with, <laughs> with the best, what <laughs> best well, phrase. Good. You know what I'm talking well, what, about? Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. Rex, <laughs> we were talking about uh, kids. He was like, you know, he said, just great. He said, uh, he can get to the bat. He said, uh, three level score. Oh, yeah. And Rex said, Oh yeah, that guy's great. He's a four-level scorer. Like we're <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to add a level for yeah. guys like Stefan and Trey Trey yeah. Young that can actually shoot it from half court. Oh, They're a four-level scorer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like half court. I, we need a four-point shot now. The way these guys are, the way these guys are playing. You know, you know the the thing that that remember is like, oh, you better you better check him the second he checks into the game. That's how it is. Uh, you literally. got it at half court. You can't let a couple of these no. guys stand out there and size one up. Uh, you you were a rookie in 89 or 90? 89, 89, 89. 89. Yeah. What was your uh, welcome to the NBA moment? Do you have do you have one you can think of? Um, my welcome to the moment was the travel. I could not believe. Yeah. Because we travel commercial. It was like, yeah. you know, in college, you know, in college, we would get on a bus, go to a little charter plane and go. Yep. And when I got to the pros, it was like, okay, guys, get your, here are the cab companies that we know are reliable. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. And you're like, huh? And, and, you're in, and you're in Chicago too. Yeah. So I mean, this to, is an airport deal. Yeah. It's a whole traffic deal. And, and my, NBA moment. This I don't know why I can remember this moment vividly. So I, I I can still remember the cab company. I don't know if they're still around. It's, it would call American Taxi. Okay. They guaranteed that they were going to be there in twenty to thirty minutes. And as you know, Rex, <laughs> time was an issue. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was always an issue, right? You're always yep, in a hurry. Yep, so yeah, 
I was in the cab. I get to the airport and you have to check yourself in. Yeah. Think about this now. You have to check yourself in. And back then, Rex, you had you to carry your, your own shoe. gear. You carried yeah. your own shoes. You had to carry at least two pairs of shoes because if, <laughs> hey, hey, Rex, if one broke or something, you know, you know, you remember that. And yeah. I'll never forget this. My, my first trip, we're going to Utah. We were playing the jazz. And the equipment manager, Mark File, I can still remember their names and everything. He was waiting at the airport to hand us our uniforms. <laughs> so so think about this so i come up i check in and mark files there hey number 10 here's your uniform bill cartwright and he's handing your uniform to you in in the the airport airport. and here's jordan fans coming (laughs) behind him and he's like here michael here's your uniform (laughs) okay gate 35 okay gate 35 it's so we're walking through the airport and i was like you know, that wasn't part of the NBA. No one prepared me for it. But, you right. know, it's cool. Hey, I don't want to be, you know, the guy that's like yeah. coming from the end or whatever. So, <laughs> cool, you know. And I remember, and I'm sure you remember this, in Utah, the arena, the Salt Lake Palace, the, the Marriott right or across something. The street. Was right across the street. Yeah. And I remember there was no room service. And my <laughs> pregame meal was Denny's. Before I'm about to guard, like John right Stockton. <laughs> so, first of all, I got to walk to the game. <laughs> I'm eating Denny's. That's my pregame meal. And I'm in the NBA as a rookie. Wow. And I was like, something is wrong here. What is going on? That's so great. And John Stockton, you know, he uh, crushes yeah. everyone. And I realized I got to do something different. The Denny's yeah. wasn't cutting it. <laughs> the Palace, Palace wasn't cutting it <laughs> and I had to figure it out but oh, I'm glad man. I can laugh about it but I remember right. that moment it started off bad I remember those days one of the funniest things I can ever remember happening uh, along those shoe lines I was playing in you had to bring your own shoes to the game mm-hmm. and uh, we were in Houston one night and our, our center I was playing with Washington and our center Kevin Duckworth rest in peace Duck mm-hmm. uh, Duck he gets completely dressed. He gets taped. I'm sitting next to him. We're getting ready to go out and do the pre-shoot, you know, just kind of right, go right. get loose. And looks down, puts his shoe, left shoe on, goes to put his right shoe on, and he's got two left shoes. Oh. And, 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 and he just goes crazy. Like, ball boy, ball boy, I need you to go back to the hotel. Get. And somebody on our team said, Doug, just – just put the other shoe on. And he said, shit, I'll be running around in circles all night. <laughs> the NBA playoffs mean next level basketball. Get ready for all the action by betting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, for each day, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code RexChapman to bet $5 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code Rex Chapman at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. There's another story that I want to tell, and I will let people. <laughs> we were in, in town to play you guys. Okay. And this would have been on the same, a similar Bullets team. And we had practice shoot around at Moody Bible. Okay. Little oh, yeah. bitty yeah, Moody yeah. Bible yeah. gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no, no bigger than a high school gym. Right. And we're in there and right at the end of shoot around Jim Lynham brings us in, going to get it in and he points up and said, guys, the, it's a game tonight is going to be one on the boards right up there. And one of our teammates said, we're playing here. <laughs> <laughs> We all looked at him and said, what? He said, we're playing here tonight at Moody Bible. Man, please. around is over. We're running around the gym laughing. You know what, Rex? And we're trying to win games with that man. (laughs) Whoever that is, I apologize for laughing. (laughs) But you know what, Rex? 
I've you know who it is. Things. You know who it is. And even if I said his name right now, you'd be like, he'd be all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fast forward. Let's talk a little bit about these playoffs. Okay. Um, first of all, what about the Nets? Their collapse. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of them right now? Well, right now, Rex, you know, it's it's easy to start blaming people, right? You know, mm-hmm. KD did not play well. I think he would be the first to admit it. You know, I can't recall watching KD play bad in consecutive games like this. I don't think ever. Yeah. Especially in, in high pressure moments. So, I mean, I think KD will say, hey, he's got to figure out whatever he needs to figure out. I think Kyrie and his absence throughout the, the season, you know, he was just very inconsistent and he yeah. wasn't available to his team. And as great of a talent as he is, and I am as guilty as anyone, I still was intrigued. I was like, same, same. You know, I was like, you're like, because you see the talent and you're going, I just mm-hmm. got to watch to make sure because you don't see talents like Kyrie often, right? No, you, you know don't. what I mean? And the, the talent you're going, just maybe, let me just watch. But when you're not consistent and you're not playing and you're not getting that those reps in with your teammates, with your teammates, it's impossible. So, yeah, as a former athlete, as a former professional, you know, I got to say, you know what, what could you really expect? Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. now you put in the fact of whatever's going on with Ben Simmons. Okay, whatever is going on. And we both know the best ability is availability. And for whatever reason, for every reason right now, right, I'm sure at some point we will eventually find out he's got something going on. And the thing, Rex, about him that I will say is this is the first time really in my adult life that in talking to people, I'm sure like yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, younger people, older people, people our age. This is the first time where all the generations can agree on one thing something is going on with Ben Simmons and it's affecting our business now. That's the one young people see it. The older generation see it. Our generation who's not, you know, maybe we're 15, Mm -hmm. 20 years removed, see it. And I think this current generation sees it. This is going to affect us in a profound way. This moment in time here. Why is because Rex, the game was built off of performance. That's the bottom line in this business, right? doesn't matter whether or not you play well, you play bad, and you and I have had our moments of both. Speak to that a little bit because MJ kind of set this for us. And, right. you know, if he was playing and he played every night, yes, you got no excuse. If, yeah, if you're yeah. available, you better play. And, and that's that was the mentality. I mean, Rex, whether or not you play well or play bad is not, it's not the issue. Showing up, that's how you got the respect of your peers. You got the respect. And that's the one thing, Rex, I prided myself on is I showed up. Rex, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to play against the best players to see what was going on. Like, what made this guy? Like, who is this guy, Rex Chapman? Well, we're Kentucky. I wanted to see for myself. You know what I mean? So now it seems to be a different mentality. But I would hope that these players could find, you know, the things to say, okay, Bill Russell had to play through a different set of circumstances than you and I could ever Mm -hmm. imagine. Yeah. The stat that still amazes me is the Wilt Chamberlain stat, which is the late Wilt Chamberlain. He played in every minute of every game plus overtime for a full season and converse cons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> wow okay great like wow okay I, I i still get like i was just like that's yeah. just an amazing that's an amazing yeah. thing you know we flew commercial mm-hmm. these guys have charters and you and i you know we caught that at, at a yeah. certain age in our career yeah. but the meal plans i didn't have a trainer in the off season working on yeah. my moves <laughs> you know what i mean same so my question is What's going on here that's not allowing these players to perform? Because without the performance, there's no league. Yeah. And that's a real issue because it's affecting our bottom line, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have paying customers. We have the game itself. And we have to protect those two because they go hand in hand, right? The business and the game 
they have to meet at a happy medium where people won't remember who won the game between Rex and BJ, but what they will remember, man, they went after each other that night. Remember yeah. that game? Oh, yeah. man. That's what makes this NBA great. And we're not saying that anymore, yeah. Rex. We're not saying these guys are just going at it. You know, you know, I played in, you know, that Piston Bulls rivalry. We had to beat those teams and they had mm-hmm. to be, and they had to beat the, 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 the Celtics and then mm-hmm. the Lakers. And Lakers. that's what made this league great. And that's my mantra to this generation. Yeah, you're, you're a great individual talent. But figure out how to be a great, put your talent into a great team, because that's what makes this league the best league in the world. The I don't doubt. League. You're right, BJ. And I don't, I don't doubt that, you know, everything that we know, you know, if, if, the more rest you get, the better you're going to play. You can probably play longer. Mm-hmm. But – if you're taking 15 games off a year yeah, just to rest, how it, it has to affect your team's performance. And so, yeah, you might, you might, these star well, guys you know, might well, play Rex, a little longer. But. Rex, here, here's the science of that. There's no way for us to improve if we don't practice or play. Yeah. Okay, Rex, yeah. there's no way for us, there's no way that when I watch Rex Chapman shoot, Okay, you had to practice that. That's just yeah. not you showing up. Yeah. You put in the time, the effort, and the energy necessary to be able to play like that. There's no way for your team to be good. And the, that's what the Brooklyn Nets displayed to me. There's no way around it. The only way we can be the very best, because this is the very best league, mm-hmm. you have to put in the time. When I watch Giannis and you watch Giannis, Mm -hmm. he's a phenomenal player. But let me tell you something. The effort and the energy that this man provides on a nightly basis. Every day. Yeah. That to me is deserving of more than respect because I know how hard it is to bring that energy every night. And it's not like he's playing against one-on-one coverage. He's playing against a team. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And to me, that's what makes him special is that man gives the effort and the energy. And when you see someone do that over and over and over again, that's called talent. Okay. Anybody can have a good night. Yeah. Rex Chapman did not have good night shooting. Rex Chapman did that on a nightly basis because my scouting report for you was stay home. No air <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, it, that's that's what a pro is. That's why it's professional yeah. sports. So that's my I think little. That, I think two cents. I think you no. I think you made a great point. And as you know, and I went through it. I played on some bad teams initially. Oh, uh, we all have. We all a, have. There, yeah, there's a there's a there's a difference in being a pro and making money. You can yes. be a pro and make yeah, money, yeah, and yep. not be professional. That's right. Right. That's right. That's right. That's you that's you right. gotta at some point you got to put the time in. you got to figure out what your routine is. That's right. I, for me, and I know for you, rhythm. You know, yeah, if, I, if, if I turn an ankle on Monday and I'm going to play on Saturday, I definitely haven't done any shooting that week. Right. It, yeah, I might come in and make a couple. I'm going to be tired. Yeah, I'm going to fight right. being tired the whole game, maybe the next game. And so you're always fighting. You're always fighting your, your fatigue. That's right. You, basketball is a game. You cannot play well if you are not in shape to play the game. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that's a secret. Come on, Rex. Oh, that's a secret. <laughs> that's hey, a secret. So, so BJ, not off, not long after you le- uh, left the league, you were still in basketball, mm-hmm. uh, providing commentary for ESPN and a number of prominent platforms. Uh, what's changed your perception of how the league's covered from your time to playing to being an analyst? You know, Rex, that's a great question. And the thing that has really changed more is things are being reported in real time. <laughs> it's yeah. happening now. You know, hey, man, I heard I heard such and such is going to write a story that's coming out tomorrow. And you'd be like, what? What's going yeah. on? You know, and right. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, talk radio got restarted reporting like two or three hours later, you know, yeah. in, in the evening show or the morning show. And then now things are happening now. Like, you know, you're getting it 
two Within seconds minutes. later. Yeah. yeah, you're you know what I mean? So that's the difference. I don't know what the effect is of that because you know, I didn't have to deal with that. I don't know anything. I didn't grow up with social media. I didn't grow up with PCs or something when yep. I was a kid. I didn't grow up with a cell phone and so forth and so on. So I don't really know. I'm observing it. Yeah. Um, and it's easy for me to say, well, what I hear, because I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. But I don't know how I would respond. But I do know that there, this social media is impacting these kids in some way that I don't think I'm qualified to really speak on. But right. I can't observe that since you know i retired and you can see what's going on because these guys are spending a lot of time on social media yeah and it's meaningful to them it may not be meaningful to me but it's meaningful to them right so what 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 that's so because you've got such a broad perspective as a elite player an all-star a champion uh front office to broadcasting and now you're an agent how as an agent does all that stuff affect you and how do you have to handle your clients differently or how do you have to talk them or get them to ignore that sometimes? Like, what do you have to say to them? I I wish I had the answers. You know, Mm -hmm. I I really do. I wish I could like hear and and tell you, um, you know, what's the right thing to do. But what I can say is the following. What I'm seeing is the effects of it. And I can only tell you what I see. When these young people make a decision to come into the NBA, one year removed, some of them are going different routes now, whether it's overtime elite or the G League or what have you. And then they go to college maybe for six or seven months. They have this idea that I'm going to the league. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, Rex and I can tell you the following after playing in that league and being around this league that what you think is going on is different from how it is. But try telling that to a 19-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And what I can tell you is the following. You make this decision to come in, and this is your dream. Your dream, your whole life is to get to the NBA. Suddenly you get to the NBA, and it's not what you think, because there's a component to it that no one ever prepares you for, and it's called the business of sports. And when these young people get here, and they suddenly realize that there's a business component to this, many of them don't know what to do. Yeah. Because now many of them who have been the best player Mm -hmm. their entire life, they're not prepared for the business of someone saying, BJ, and I'm sure this happened to Rex. Mm -hmm. Rex was a star. I saw this man in high school. I saw this man was a star. BJ went to Iowa star player suddenly when i got to the nba i had to make a business decision and say if i'm not comfortable being a role player i'm gonna be out of here (laughs) that's right that's right and the business of sports if you're not prepared for this it'll ruin you and what i'm seeing is when you're 19 and you're still trying to find out who and what you're going to be or what you could be you don't have enough experience to make that business decision yet yeah you used you to have, have a resume you used to you have, have to have a you got to find resume. out and you used to have, you you would come in and say this is how this could translate mm-hmm. to the next level or translate to the nba and what i'm seeing is these young people come in they're incredibly talented they have talent yeah but how do you incorporate that talent into this business because as rex knows and as I know, and people who play in this business, sometimes the best players don't always get a chance to show and be the best players because That's of right. circumstances. And many of us, many of us, probably 90% of us don't have the talent to affect the bottom line. And everybody knows if you don't win in this league, you get fired, you get traded. And that's the thing that I don't think our young people are prepared when they come up here. So the effects of that, I wish I had the answer. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a long-winded answer, no. but I, mm, I, I think no. it's the truth. It, it's just how do we prepare these young people for the business? Because we don't talk about it. It's great. I tell every client that I work with now, if you want to stay up here, if you want to have a career in the NBA, turn off the TV. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because yeah. The, this is entertainment now. 
I mean, this is entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Rex and I were very fortunate when we came into this league. It was about sports and it was about basketball. Yeah. Now there's an entertainment component to this business. I can remember when they started doing, you know, it became a mandate. Sometimes we didn't, when I first came in, sometimes we didn't have a halftime show. No, you know, no there was, was none of that. There yeah. were no cheerleaders in Charlotte. There was none. Of, and then now it's a it's, show. Now it's, it's, a, it's a, it, this is entertainment. I've often said, BJ, you made a great point. It's never been easier to go pro. That's what everybody wants to do. Go pro, go pro, go pro. The logic is not to go pro. Yes, the logic that's right. is, is to stay pro. Yes. Mm. To stay pro. Man, and, great and, and last for as long as your body can last. But if that's you come right. out, you can, you can come in. And if you're basketball ready, you can figure out some of the business, business right. stuff. If you're not basketball ready right. to a to a certain degree where you can be put in the game, if you can be put in the game and hold your own, okay. But if you can't do that for a nine, 18, 19, 20-year-old to then be like, um, they sent me to the G League or and you're not having success in the G League, which can happen because those right. guys are great right. players. That's right. You know, it, it, the object is to stay pro. It, it, you don't want to be done at 23. You want to be done That's at 33. Really, there, or 35, there you go. So right? well put, Rex. And you know what? I got to get you in to talk to, to our oh, clients yeah. and the players. Rex, to. I love the fact, uh, I mean, very well put. I mean, that's that's the object, you yeah. know? Yeah. The object is not to get to the NBA. The object is to stay here. Stay there. And have yeah. a career. So very yeah. well put. Stay, and, um, stay there and have a career. And maybe look at us. I mean, we're 30, <laughs> 20 years removed. But we're still in basketball. No, we're still in basketball. And that's uh, what a blessing to be able oh, to have done this our whole lives. But if we'd come in and just flamed right out, the chances this of us still our, being yeah, here yeah. and doing all this stuff is probably not not a not a good shot. I want to know, because we talked about your welcome to NBA moment. You got a welcome to Mike moment. Welcome to Michael. Welcome to Michael moment. Um God, so many welcome to it's my, so many. But it, it's you know all right i i, I will only say this to rex i know rex understands this you didn't pass out like this guy is great you know what i mean yeah, like that's right you didn't pass that out okay all right all right that guy's good but he's yeah. got to show me he's good you know what i mean like when i listen to people talk about michael now it's like you know what the thing i respect about him is he took that challenge on every night he did but also you know like i I wasn't going to – yeah, I played in the same era. I played the same position. There was no, no way, way I was going to ever admit to anybody that he was, <laughs> he was better, better than me. me. Yeah, that, that's what I respect. So, you know what? Like, Michael had problems with a certain player. Anyone who could catch and shoot. And run screens. And run around he screens. Ha- he hated chasing screens. Because he was a ball watcher. You know, he, he – gambled all, he, the, all time. the time. And you got to stay home on Rex. So, Rex – and Dale Curry and yeah. Jeff Malone's and yeah. Mitch, anybody can Hornacek. do Hornacek, Hersey Hawkins, because Michael's, he's trying to get into passing lane. And all of a sudden Rex is, and, and, and Rex, I don't know what, but I, but I, I bet you Rex has had some good games against those teams. Oh okay. yeah. But y'all won most of the time. Yeah, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but my, my moment is we played, like three games and four nights or four games and five nights or something. And we were on a West coast road trip. And I remember we, we would practice. I mean, we would play and this guy was playing 35, 40 minutes. And I was just amazed his ability to practice. I mean, to play and then come back and practice and play with the same energy that he did in the game. Now, and maybe not much sleep. No, 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 no. Rex, Rex is being kind with no sleep. <laughs> okay. His true gift, Rex, as Rex know. knows, his true gift, which we don't want to say what Rex can put it in kind. He can explain it. I'm just going to say yeah. it and let Rex yeah. explain it. His true, his true gift if was, the man uh, was would, hanging if, out. If he would yeah. have slept, we don't know how good he really would have been. <laughs> we didn't see the best of Michael Jordan because he didn't yeah. sleep for, what, 14 years. Okay. Yeah. Literally. Wow. Literally, okay. I'm not like this. Isn't like a little sleep. He literally didn't sleep. So I was just my moment was watching him play 35, 40 minutes, 
and then come to practice with the same energy. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. Now, this isn't normal. You know what? You know what stinks? We didn't show him practicing. He's yeah. the greatest. Okay, he right. might be the greatest player ever. I don't know who's the greatest, but he's certainly somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. He was the greatest practice player I've ever seen. I've never seen a guy practice this hard. And that's what we should be showing the kids. Because yeah. we're just showing them the games when the lights were on. This guy would... if he, it, it, I've never seen someone this competitive and it's always on. Yeah. It's always on. And he Amazing. always brings it. So my moment was in practice... And you realize he's different. Yeah, something is a because you're like, you know, I don't want to tell too much. You were like, I was at the same place he was at, and I'm a little tired today. Everybody else is a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, when Phil Jackson would blow the whistle, this guy, like, he got like 10 hours of sleep. And you like, and uh, he didn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a guy who did sleep, he didn't eat. He's playing cards and whatever he's doing at night. You know what I mean? Let's yeah, keep it PT. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. hey, 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 Rex, you know, yep. do whatever happens. Yep. And the guy is playing as if like, work. and you're like, doing wait work. a minute. You just played 45 minutes the other night. And you're like, how? All right, BJ. Hey, um, what's your favorite movie ever? Oh, The Godfather. Okay. Uh, everything I need to learn about life. Was in that just movie, the God. <laughs> just the God, Godfather one. You know what? When I have questions about life, I just put the movie on and go. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. I that that that's my go-to. I, that's my favorite movie of all time. It's 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 all of the human drama. Everything that's wrong with us humans is in that's there. Right. And that's that, right. And that and that's 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 my go-to. What about uh, you? Could have dinner, sit down dinner with anyone dead or alive. Probably mm. Nelson Mandela. Okay. Okay. Is that our first Mandela? That's our first Mandela, right? I I, I, I just like, you know, I love story. I mean, that's why I love Rex Rex is a great storyteller. Rex has always been a great storyteller. And I just, that story. Can you imagine? I can't, no, I can't imagine. That's why you want to, I I just want to like, okay, explain that to me again. You know, I did what what to you. you you And you had the, perseverance and the discipline to see this throughout that in the face of you know it's one thing to just you know to talk about it you did it i want to see the world from your eyes and that 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 would be that would be fascinating that would be a fascinating dinner uh if i could have what about front row center for any group any singer any you know um oh dead or dead or alive too front row center oh that, that's michael jackson okay all right uh, I, yeah. well yeah. you know what we're, I, we're that era or yeah I, I i gotta uh, have friend. you know but yeah. michael jackson and i would say because i did it i wanted to i wanted to see prince up close and yeah. i i i pulled a lot of strings in Chicago, I wanted to be right there to see. Right there. I want to see an artist in his element. And it was the greatest right. two hours to watch. And I was there. So if I could, I wish I could have done the th- same with Michael Jackson. Because you like, yep. this guy was an entertainer. You know what yep. I mean? Like, there, there's like. One of and, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I, and I love, I love artists, right? And uh I don't care what what you're doing, painting, whatever. Yeah. But to see that man work and just to be able yeah. to watch would have been like, oh man, that would have been would have been beautiful. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm yes. with you. BJ, thanks, bro. Uh, you gotta come back and do this with man, us. Man, anytime. Thank you, Rex. You bring back a lot of stories, man. And uh, hey, a lot of those stories, Rex, we can't share. Yeah, but we you know what? Hey, the, hopefully the they'll get the yeah. they'll go. These guys are laughing a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys, are, thank you, man. All right, you guys be well. Appreciate it. Thanks, bro. BJ Armstrong. What'd you think, buddy? Uh, he was he was great. Makes me feel bad about myself per usual. Thanks. Uh, I, I I'd like to put our podcast up against any podcast as far as great shooters. I mean, we oh, continue to have some of the best shooters of all time on this podcast. And the Curry, Dell Curry, uh, uh, Kerr, uh, JJ Reddick, 
James DJ, Jones. James, James Jones. Jones. Legler. Steve Kerr. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Steve Kerr. Stephen I mean, Curry. Del Curry. We got a pretty good one. Uh, that's impressive. Shot. Right. Well, she, she, yeah. He shot a lot. He shot a lot. Yeah, he shot a lot. He did shoot a lot. He did. <laughs> he made a lot, too. He, his percentage was better than everything. Yep, so. yep, yep. Uh, uh, BJ so that amazing. was just fun. Yeah, yeah he's, he's amazing. What a smart guy. And uh, he's got a big personality. Always got a smile on his face. Uh, but I, I was trying to think last night, who would be the comparison for BJ? And it is a, it's a bit C.J. McCollum. BJ it was, and CJ. That was a great wow. call. Uh, ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. That's a great call. That's a great, a great call. Um, well, Josh, that was uh, that was BJ. Um, I'm anxious to see what happens the rest of these playoffs. Let's uh, let's meet up next week. You want to do this again? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, buddy. buddy. That was All episode right. 40 of the Rex Chapman Show with super cool Josh Hawkins, my super dope homeboy from the L-Town, Lexington, Kentucky. Next week, same time, same place, here, powered by basketballnews.com.